we like to believe that our abilities are innate. We like to believe that we have some innate personality that allows us to do what we want. We like to believe that motivation is something that's just purely inside of us, and that's not true. Our ability to achieve huge goals is situational. That's Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Friday. I appreciate you tuning in with me today as we have speaker and organizational psychologist, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, back on the show to wrap up this week's episodes and to share an important message with us about reframing and specifically reframing the challenges that are sure to come in our lives. And what Dr. Benjamin Hardy suggests that we do is instead of looking at our life's challenges as negative and energy draining, is to instead shift our perception and use them as fuel to propel us forward. It's a slight shift that can really make a huge difference. So without further ado, let's jump right into this one with Dr. Benjamin Hardy. Enjoy. Dr. David A. Bednar, the former president of Ricks College, tells a story of a young man who drove a brand new pickup truck up into the mountains to cut some firewood to bring home to his wife. But very quickly, he got stuck in the snow. It embarrassed him. He tried everything he could to get out of the snow, and he couldn't do it. So he decided that he was just going to start cutting wood, and hopefully someone would come to help him out. And eventually, his truck got entirely full, and no one came. And so, to his surprise, he started to back out, and actually the weight of the wood allowed him traction that allowed him to get out of, the, out of his stuck. From 2010 to 2015, I wanted to be a professional writer. I'd gone through a lot of experiences in my life, a lot of hard experiences growing up, a lot of trauma growing up. I also served a mission for my church for a few years where I dedicated all of my time to helping other people. I read an enormous amount of books, learned how to overcome my own traumas, and I filled stacks and stacks of journals about my experiences, my emotions. It led me to studying psychology for years. In all of this time, I wanted to be a professional writer, but I was not making any progress towards this goal from 2010 to 2015. Then in 2015, something very surprising led to my traction in allowing me to become a professional writer. It was something I did not expect would lead me to this outcome. My wife and I had been thinking about becoming foster parents for a few years before we moved to South Carolina, where I went to graduate school. We thought about it, the opportunity wasn't there, and eventually when we got to South Carolina, things fell into place, and so we got these three beautiful kids, Caleb, Logan, and Jordan. And as soon as they came into our lives, Lauren and my life changed fundamentally. We, we were both graduate students, never been parents. I'd never read a book or a blog post on parenting. And all of a sudden, we have these three siblings who we're dealing with, we're, we're serving, we're helping, we're trying not to freak out all the time. 
And admittedly, for, for long periods of time, I avoided coming home from school because our house had become a chaos. Um, my wife was very exhausted. She was the one doing almost all of the work. She gets all the credit for all of the success that we've had with these kids. But we ended up spending almost three years and almost all of our money trying to adopt these kids. Uh, the foster system is not very suited for facilitating foster parents actually trying to seek long-term relationships with these kids, at least in South Carolina where we lived. And ultimately, we ended up opening our own private suit and seeking adoption. And when we did that, the foster system pretty much rejected us. They were very angry at us and in a lot of ways did what they could to get the kids out of our home. Um, there were many episodes for years as we tried to adopt these kids that it looked like we were not going to get them. And there were a lot of miracles that took place. Eventually, after nearly three years of fighting for these kids, and also a very inspired attorney named Dale Dove, who actually had to change the laws at the federal level of South Carolina. Once the laws changed, we were able to adopt these kids. And so earlier this year, after three years of fighting, uh, going through enormous ups and downs, we were able to adopt Caleb, Logan, and Jordan. And I learned a lot through this process of dedicating almost all of my energy towards loving three individuals. My wife and I, it broke us down, it built us up. We had to fight. Eventually, we got to the point where we wanted these kids more than if we were to ever have gotten our own kids. And it was just a very humbling experience, learning to want something that you didn't really know you, what you wanted when you first got these kids. You know, it's not, the, the bond is not immediate, at least it wasn't for me. But over time, I learned to dedicate myself to these kids. And what's really interesting is that the, uh, the level of commitment that we ended up developing and this love that we had for these kids transferred over to my work as a writer. What I realized, kind of thinking back to that story that I told you at the beginning of, um, that Dr. Bednar told, of the truck stuck in the snow, once the load of wood is in the truck, it was able to start moving. And that was basically me from 2010 to 2015. I was that truck that was stuck in the snow. I wanted to become a professional writer, couldn't do it. And then these kids, the responsibility, the commitment, the love, the resilience, all of these things that I learned led me to changing my entire approach. I, I just started putting my work online. I stopped worrying about what other people would think of me. When you're dealing with kids at that level, with the, amount, with the emotions that they're dealing with, little petty things like what people think about your blog posts or what people think about your ideas, they really don't matter. You stop worrying about things that would hold you back. And so I was able to take all of these beautiful experiences that I was having, and it was able to lead me to becoming a successful writer very quickly. Now, this concept is actually connected in psychology. In psychology, there's an idea called the Pygmalion effect. And basically what it means is that we as human beings are either rising or falling to the demands of our situation. As Westerners, we like to believe that our abilities are innate. We like to believe that we have some innate personality that allows us to do what we want. We like to believe that motivation is something that's just purely inside of us, and that's not true. Our ability to achieve huge goals and our motivation to, to pursue them is situational. And the problem with most people's situations is that they're not giving them the traction that they need to pursue their dreams and their big goals. Most people's situations are not summoning within them a, a deeper level of commitment and meaning and purpose that allows them to not be worried about the petty things that would emotionally get in their way. Most people's situations are, are actually slowing them down or keeping them stuck. And essentially, the message in society 
is that you need less responsibility, less of a load, less roots in order to be successful and in order to be happy. And that's, in my opinion, the opposite of truth and the opposite of reality. One of my all-time favorite poems comes from a man named Douglas Malick, and he says, "Good timber does not grow with ease. The stronger the wind, the stronger trees. The further sky, the greater length. The more the storm, the more the strength. By sun and cold, by rain and snow, in trees and men, good timbers grow." People, well, trees that are growing in hostile, difficult environments are forced. To shoot forth very deep roots, they're forced to have thick skins, and human beings are the same way. Human beings that are in easy and stable environments don't develop the, th the thickness, the resilience to move forward. The thing is, is that you're never actually pre-qualified to do something amazing. You're never pre-qualified to live your dreams. You're never pre-qualified to pursue big goals. It's actually the load that qualifies you. The load you're carrying is that thing that transforms you. It enables you to become the kind of person that can do things that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. Your load qualifies you. Your load transforms you. Your load gives you the resilience and the commitment to do things that you would never ever consider doing on your own. Your load becomes your why for doing whatever it is you were going to do in the first place. Admittedly, my why for becoming a professional writer for years. Was not because I'd been changed by these amazing three kids. My why was potentially more self-absorbed, maybe not. But my why shifted entirely once we got these kids. And one of my favorite quotes and ideas is that the bigger the why, the easier the how. And essentially, my why was my load, and that's why I had the traction to move forward. Having a load is absolutely exhausting, but it actually gives you far more energy. It gives you energy because it gives you a far different perspective than you could ever have without one, and it also gives you a reason to succeed. And so, when you're thinking about your own goals, when you're thinking about your own dreams, the big things that you want to do with your life, rather than thinking about the next strategy, rather than thinking about the next hack or the or just the fastest way to get there, my challenge for all of you is to look at your truck and to think about how you can load it. Big thanks to Dr. Benjamin Hardy for stopping by. His website is benjaminhardy.com. His Instagram is benjamin underscore hardy underscore PhD. And his latest book is entitled Be Your Future Self Now, The Science of Intentional Transformation. But if you start to read any of his books, because he's authored over several books, I highly recommend that you start out with Personality Isn't Permanent. It's an excellent excellent read that I just finished about a couple of weeks ago. And if you'd like to hear more talks with Dr. Benjamin Hardy, you can go back to episode number 127, which is the first time we had him on the show. And I have all the links to connect with him and his work along with the entire talk. They will all be in the show description below. So you can go check that out. And when you get a chance, please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify Podcasts. I greatly, greatly appreciate you for it. And that is a wrap for me. I appreciate you. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you have an amazing weekend. And I will see you back here Monday. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.